Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. KFI AM uh, 640. Bill Handel here. It's a Tuesday morning, June 14. Some of the top stories that we are covering uh, include uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti signing a ban on the sale of flavor, uh, flavored, flavored, flavored tobacco in the city of Los Angeles. No more mango, strawberry flavored tobacco for you. And also uh, yesterday, the uh, January 6th hearing uh, in Congress, uh, well, revealed uh, that and we sort of knew this, that uh, President Trump's closest advisors, I mean, everybody around him, other than Rudy Giuliani and a couple of other crazies, all said to him election night, you've lost this thing. You've lost it. You've lost it. Don't go out and declare victory. He did. And uh, now uh, they're, the, the committee is going, why and how culpable are you for doing that? That is going to pan out over the next few weeks. And uh, the committee just postponed its hearings. supposed to be tomorrow for Thursday instead. A couple of things that, uh, well, uh, whenever I'm asked, uh, what fields would you not tell your kids to get into? And I can think in um, two fields specifically where if my kids were ever to ask me, of course they don't, uh, gee, Dad, what do you think if I go into this? I go, no, no, not a good idea. Bad idea. One, radio. Gee, Dad, looks like fun. Nope, don't go into radio. Bad idea. Two, I want to go into healthcare. I want to be a doctor, a nurse. I want to be a first responder. Um, no, no, you don't want to do that either. Uh, and one of the reasons is, first of all, it's a difficult field anyway. Uh, it's uh, over, over, you're overburdened. There's a lot of work. There aren't enough people. And what's going on? Well, if you separate out healthcare workers from all the rest of us, if you look at the uh, burnout factor, they're right there at the top of the heap. Healthcare workers burning out. And we know that. We see it. I talk about it. Uh, we read about it. If you have anybody that's involved in healthcare or know someone who's involved in healthcare, a family member, we all know it. So what's going on, uh, there are two programs right going on right now uh, here in California, two private uh, universities. One is Samuel Merritt University and then uh, Turo University. Uh, these are health uh, uh, facilities, healthcare uh, uh, universities, and they have just received federally funded program, a, a new anti-burnout program is what they're looking at. And the effort is to improve just retention, just to keep people in the industry. There's such a shortage because what the pandemic did, of course, uh, is just destroy the entire healthcare industry in terms of the mental health of the workers 
and the burnout rate is so crazy. So uh, this is uh, Cal Matter, as a matter of fact, did this story. And uh, they talk about uh, this uh, medical student, uh, Yvonne Vigil Calderon. She's at Toro University. And uh, so she goes to the doctor earlier this year. I mean, she is exhausted. She thought she was anemic. I mean, she is so tired. She didn't think there was any blood in her, uh, in iron in her blood. And so she takes the labs. They come back normal. And she goes, wait a minute. Uh, how can I be normal? And then she's looking. She does a little diary, looks back. Goes, she hadn't taken a, a minute off all year. And the doctor said, when was the last time you took a day off? She goes, I don't even remember. So here she is, hours of online classes, pandemic restrictions were in place. Uh, she didn't get to know any other students. Uh, her grandmother had died of COVID early days. Uh, it was hard to go to school while she was grieving and study. And what the deep fatigue she felt was actually burnout. That's what it is. And so looking at the burnout level among medical students and healthcare workers it has exploded during the pandemic. So these two private universities, Turo and uh, Samuel Merritt University, are involved in a three-year study to prevent burnout, just to see what we can do with it. And the numbers are actually staggering. Uh, forget about the burnout part of it. Let's just, let's just look at the stats. The U.S. is projected to face a shortage of 139,000 physicians by 2033. They'll need that many more that year, particularly in primary care. That's where the majority is going to go. Nursing shortages, which were terrible to begin with before the pandemic, have actually gotten worse. Uh, Scripps Health, Scripps down in uh, San Diego, said that nursing vacancies have gone up 96% in the previous two years. They've only doubled. One in five doctors, two in five nurses said in 2020 in a survey, they're going to leave their jobs. We're out of here. Uh, we can't take it. So the programs, uh, well, actually, they teach participants in how to spot the symptoms. How do you just spot the symptoms? And when you have uh, not enough retail workers, for example, I was uh, at a store yesterday uh, picking up some stuff. And uh, I was... Uh, uh, Walking uh, down the aisle to go into one of the checkout lines, there was one, one checkout line. And there were 20 people in line, and uh, the self-help area was cut off for some reason. They were having all kinds of technical problems there. And literally, I went, come on, seriously? One clerk, and there was a staffer there, one of, uh, I guess, uh, a manager there, who happened to be happened to hear me, and she said... We don't have anybody here. Would you like to apply? We'd love to have you work here. And I actually apologized. I got chagrined because I didn't yell at her. I was just reacting. And are you ready for this? I actually apologized. And I said, hey, I didn't mean to yell at you. I didn't even know you were there. I was just in frustration dealing with this. And she said, thank you for apologizing. It's just so frustrating. And then she motions me over and then grabs me to a checkout counter way down the down the aisle way down the other end of the store and check me out yeah that's what she i should apologize more point is the burnout rate when that happens yes that's inconvenient when there aren't enough nurses or doctors out there 
that's much more than just an inconvenience. And unfortunately, that's what's happening is that the burnout, it's dangerous. Uh, it's scary. And we're talking about our health, not just waiting an extra 20 minutes in a checkout line. So what is going on with these two programs here in California? These are the pilot programs where the feds are actually uh, funding the programs to deal with uh, burnout among medical providers. And what seems to be working more than uh, anything else? Well, actually, it's uh, peer intervention. That's what seems to be working out the best. Well, there's actually two issues. And uh, one, they're neither one of them surprising, but it's kind of interesting that these two rose to the top. Uh, one of them is simply getting peer groups together. In other words, assigning people who are, I guess, trained to deal with this or are interested. And so you have either fellow students, uh, fellow nurses. Uh, I doubt you're going to have fellow doctors get involved, but people surrounding it. So what ends up happening is, like in anything else, number one, recognizing that there is a real issue here instead of just running around just trying to deal with it in any way you can, taking a step back and helping someone guide you through it. Say, hey, let's take a look, and how do we do this? It could be one-on-one. It could be groups. They're finding out that that really does work in helping people calm down and dealing with it. I know it does for me because I tend to overreact big surprise on virtually everything. And when someone that I actually care about, if I ever could find anybody, would sit down and say, hey, Bill, let's look this through. You know, let's look at it calmly if you can. And, and that helps. Uh, I'm a big fan of therapy. That helps me. The other thing, combining with that, and this is no surprise, it's just really, and that is exercise. Exer- when you combine that with exercise, that helps the burnout rate enormously. Uh, it's easy to get caught up in, in a busy day. Uh, let's say you're spending, this is in general, you spend too much time on a computer. Uh, we avoid working out, but exercise is literally a key to managing anxiety and burnout is as a result of anxiety. And so uh, what we're finding out, and this is uh, just being confirmed through these studies, is that exercise habits have to be the norm. And I work out, and I hate it, and uh, I'll do anything to get out of it. But uh, you combine that with looking at your issues and confronting them with with peers, and all of a sudden you have a formula that seems to work. And uh, that translates into, number one, you not burning out or a doctor, nurse not burning out. Society has helped. It used to be doctors used to have the best job in the world. You know, when I was growing up, and uh, even before that, let's say we're going in the 50s and 60s, uh, the best job in the world was being a doctor. Wednesdays, doctors didn't work. That was their day to play golf. So they worked a four-day week, uh, worked an eight-hour day, seven-hour day, and the money that doctors made were was insane. That's where the concept of, quote, rich doctors came from. Huh, that doesn't happen anymore. Tax shelters that came up in the 50s and 60s were created for doctors. It was a great gig. Boy, have uh, those ch- days changed. So Turo University up in the BA area, uh, in the Bay Area, uh, it's a medical school, is creating a train-the-trainer model. Uh, so it's you train someone who then trains someone 
and then this thing spreads. It's almost like um, uh, a pyramid sales scheme. It just keeps on going out uh, further and further. And so, so far this spring, the university has trained nine students as peer mentors uh, in uh, trauma-informed care and support just for the LGBTQ plus people. That alone is a separate issue because if you're now looking at burnout with the pandemic and then dealing, can you imagine being an LGBTQ person who is also burning out because of being a medical school? And I mean, just uh, the thought of it is just crazy making. How do you deal with it? Well, you deal with it uh, along these lines that are being produced and experimented and developed by these two universities. And I got to tell you, it works. I mean, I'm a big fan of medical care. And uh, one of uh, the professors involved here uh, said, uh, so far we've trained nine students as peer mentors. Uh, The goal is to have 23 peer, quote, educators by next fall. And then those students will train other students, and uh, we're going to have as many as 500 a year. And there will also be a uh, a certificate. Uh, that's involved, the certification. Now, does that mean anything? I don't know. Is it going to help you get a job? Well, it doesn't matter because there's such a shortage of uh, people out there. But this is going starting at the medical school uh, area. That's the baseline for these two studies. And that's taking it from there and then moving up. And then uh, people are going to see it uh, working. Those in the healthcare industries are going to see it in all aspects of the industry, all the way from medical students who then take it with them uh, into the medical practice and the nursing practice. And then still, uh, hopefully we're going to not have such an incredible shortage. I mean, waiting at the doctor's office is just crazy. I mean, clearly something's broken there. Well, that's one of the ways out. I thought that was kind of interesting, for sure. Handle on the news. Late edition. Handle on the news. And now, here's Bill Handle. KFI AM uh, 640. Bill Handle here. Morning crew. It is a uh, Tuesday. Hot Tuesday, June 14th. And we're going to be saying that for a few months, aren't we? Uh, Is the June gloom basically not going to happen? We don't have a gloomy Junie? Well, it kind of happens in the morning, but then it burns off really, really quickly. No, it really doesn't. Because I, you know, jump in, it's, uh, yeah, I can't, because it's dark when I get into the car, so I don't notice if there's a gloom. But it's certainly not cold. Um, In any case, uh, let's do it. It's Handle on the News Late Edition, brought to you by directbuyers.com, the hassle-free way to sell your home at a fair price in 10 days or fewer. Visit directbuyers.com. And here we go with uh, Jennifer, Wayne, and me, lead story. The uh, January 6th committee was supposed to have hearing number three tomorrow, and it has been postponed till uh, Thursday and uh, De- uh, Democratic Zep- uh, Representative Zoe Lofgren, a uh, member of the committee, said that the reason was due to technical issues and not a big deal. And, of course, immediately the question is, what technical issues? And it is a big deal, and that's all we're getting. Well, she said it's uh, the staff putting together all the videos. Yeah. I will say this. If you, if you try to follow any, um, like, influencers— who, ha- who try to keep a weekly schedule for their elaborate videos that they make, oftentimes you will get an announcement. 
oh, the video's not going to be up on time, technical issues. So this doesn't surprise me because they're making this such a multimedia they are. affair. And it's kind of, to me, what it sounds like is they threw too much work at not enough people. Could be. Could be. Also, keep in mind, this is a congressional hearing, probably the most important congressional hearing of the year. So you would think that Congress would have unlimited resources and we'd be throwing enough people at them. You're shaking your head. No. No, I don't think they have unlimited resources in terms of staffers who can edit video. Okay. Yeah, maybe they bring them in. All right. I'll buy that. All right. I've got a couple of updates now on the CHP shooting. So first off, this happened last night in Studio City. It was just during a traffic stop near the intersection of Laurel Canyon Boulevard and Landell Streets just before 8. Investigators said this person, this man, was driving a white Ford Fusion and the officer got into an altercation with the guy during the traffic stop. Then the guy started shooting at the cop and drove away. The officer was taken to Cedar sinai Medical Center. This story says critical condition. ABC7 just sent out an alert that says the officer is in serious condition. Oh, much so better. that would mean he's been upgraded. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to be fine. Uh, Two things. So as far as Laurel Canyon Boulevard, it had been closed until just the last traffic report. Jeff Boss says now everything is back open on that. Also, Fox 11 is reporting that they now have a 33-year-old man who is wanted in connection with last night's shooting. So at least they know who they are looking for in this case. So this is panning out to uh, be a pretty good story. Cop is uh, is looks like he's going to survive. Yep. Uh, and hopefully with very minimal uh, injury. Uh, hopefully a full recovery. And they got the guy. Or it seems like they got the guy. They know who he is, so it'll be a lot easier to track yeah, him down. Yeah, they know. Yeah, it's hard to stay hidden, especially if you've shot a cop. You know, police uh, tend to be a little bit upset when one of their own is shot. Oh, that's me. I'm sorry. That's I was you. looking. I was looking. I'm sorry. I would explain why. I was looking at the photo that Fox 11 has up on their Twitter account of the suspect and trying to figure out if that's a mugshot, which it kind of looks like it could be a mugshot, except the guy is smiling so happily and it's cropped close enough that it could be like a student ID or a mm. work ID or something. Possibly a driver license photo, maybe. It's, it's a, a blue, blue background. Background, uh, yeah. Just anyway, so that's why I was distracted because I was trying to, and also Googling his very difficult name to see if something immediate comes up that would be of interest, but nothing did. Just a bunch of links to the fact that he's the suspect in this shooting. Uh, here is, I don't want to say a nice story, but at least it's a story that ends in, in, in some relief. A guy with a gun came onto uh, the uh, campus of an athletic complex that was being used as a summer camp. It's in Duncanville, Texas. And according to the cops, he did fire at least one round, but nobody was hurt except the bad guy because quick thinking staff confronted him immediately. Also because police arrived within two minutes and went like gangbusters to locate him on the premises. There was some exchange of gunfire and then uh, everybody was safe. Yep. And whenever you notice these, and obviously the vast majority of these around the country, the police act react instantly. Uvalde is uh, an outlier uh, situation is the police now are going out of their way to say, we arrived within seconds, we did what we were trained to do, and unlike, and then throw their arms up the air, palms up to have everybody in the crowd, unlike Uvalde, we did our job. Yeah.
uh, and I don't know if I made it clear, the uh, bad guy's dead. Yeah, uh, which is good news. Takes himself out of the gene pool. Couldn't happen to another Well, I don't think he took himself. I think the cops took him out of the Well, that's true. But, uh, you know, exchanging exchanging gunfire with police officers that are there, that's 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 akin to taking yourself out of a gene pool. I mean, you know, it's real hot. You want to air condition yourself. It's a good way of doing it. All right. This weekend, we learned about those Idaho police officers who arrested 31 Patriot Front white nationalists who apparently were in riot gear near a Pride event. Well, now the Coeur d'Alene police chief says officers in his department are getting death threats after they made those arrests. And also there are threats of doxing where someone publishes the personal information like the phone numbers or addresses of these cops online. It's, I mean, crazy. When you think of Coeur d'Alene police, I think of uh, a pretty white police department where a lot of cops retire to Coeur d'Alene. And it's you used to think of it as almost and I don't want to accuse Coeur d'Alene of this uh, outright, but uh, it had vestiges of that's where really conservative white uh, like white supremacists go. It's, it's sort of an enclave when cops in that area are getting death threats from those people, the white supremacists. Man, we've hit a whole new level, haven't we? Sandpoint, Idaho also is known as a bastion for retired cops, white ones. Well, these folks were not from around there. Yeah, no, they weren't. So, I, I'm not arguing that, but yeah, it's true. Obviously, it came and, from and all I over think the country. The people sending the threats are probably not from yeah. around there either. Yeah. yeah, also, I'm assuming that threats, again, they're anonymous because uh, no one is in their of right course. mind is going to say, hey, I'm going to kill you and your family. Here's my name, and you happen to be a cop. Yeah, that's going to work. Oh, Bill, you know, you really did pioneer uh, surrogacy law. Yes. Particularly in California, but. After this story, you might feel like you went into the wrong area of law. The attorneys who put together the over $1 billion in settlements arising from that Florida condominium collapse that killed 98 people want $100 million in fees and costs, according to a new court filing. And here's the thing, before people get upset, this is a massive bargain this represents about a third of what they absolutely could ask for and would probably get. You're they kidding. are taking far lower in fees and costs than they could. Yeah, they're taking 10%, basically, as opposed to the retainer agreement, which they probably signed for 30%. Yep. You're talking about 132 lawyers. They're saying 34,000 hours of work. And that doesn't count all of the experts that hate they had to bring in. Keep in mind all the engineering experts. Uh, that that alone, you know, the experts cost four or five thousand dollars a day to oh, bring yeah. in. And if you're talking about hiring a, a civil engineer to go through and spending months uh, looking at the original drawings and uh, doing the analysis, that alone is that was in the millions of dollars. Just the engineering part of it, much less everything else. And you're right. I knew I was in the wrong field day one, by the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, an environmental group has pulled its support from the master plan for the L.A. River at the 11th hour. These groups had been threatening to walk away, though, ever since L.A. Public Works started including these proposals that were submitted by architect Frank Geary to sort of transform the L.A. River in the Rio Hondo area and Southgate into a cultural park. 
And now the L.A. Board of Supervisors was supposed to vote on it Tuesday on adopting this master plan. And then you had these environmental groups pull out. And the critics say they're especially concerned about the elevated platform parks and massive bridge-like green spaces that'll be above the channel floor and above the channel walls. Because the Geary plan is to further uh, fakeify, if you will, this river. Sure. By, as you said, building these massive green spaces above the river, which makes it extremely usable for the people who live in the area who are underserved with this kind of a resource. All of these uh, groups pulled out because what they want is to try to make it as natural as possible rather than more building and more concrete. The thing about it is this is not a river. They should not be calling it a river. It is a channel channel of concrete. There actually is a river. Did you know that LA actually has a river? It's just we don't know where it is or where it goes, and it doesn't actually have anything like close well, to water in it. Well, maybe Rio Hondo. Are you thinking about Rio Hondo down there? <laughs> no, I there? think there's an L.A. River. I think there is actually an L.A. Well, River. this thing, though, is a I don't think this is the L.A. River, right. River. You know when you hear after a big rain, although you haven't heard about that for a long time, and somebody falls into the river? Yes. They didn't fall into the river. They no. fell into a big concrete thing. That's correct. Filled with water. Okay, somebody who works for Twitter and is listening now, please, and I beg of you, and if it is not a crime to offer you money for this information, I offer you money for this information. But if it's a crime to offer you money, I do not. The login code. Go ahead. The login code. Yeah, because I don't want to break the law. Yeah, I'm a wuss. The, what I want is the call-in or login code for the virtual employee meeting on Thursday where Elon Musk will address Twitter employees for the first time. I want to see it. <laughs> oh, I think it'll be out there. Someone, oh, someone will leak Somebody that. Come on. I want oh, to yeah. see. That's now, it might happen. be do- going on during the show, yeah. which I'll just have to have it open on an iPad or something right. over the yeah. side. Because, boy, oh, boy. Um, he's going to have a lot of employees angry at him. And I want to hear what they say, and I want to hear what crazy stuff he says. Can we skip to the end? Can we skip to number 12? Because anybody who's ridden any sort of public transportation can go along with this. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Go ahead. You're in trouble no more. You're in in trouble? You're in. Yes. So... The Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority hopes its new program will tackle public urination because it's going to have system elevators with technology. It's a pilot program where they've got urine detection sensors that will be placed in four downtown elevators. The sensors will alert the transit ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. And the sensors are on the elevator. They're attached to a fan, which allow them to suck in air and basically smell what is present And uh, we'll see if this works, but I love this because if you have ever taken any sort of public transportation to or from an airport, the last thing that you want if you're lugging luggage around with you is to either try and take it upstairs or even on an escalator. Sometimes it's not the best thing. So you find the elevator, right? Then you get in the elevator and the first thing you do is step into the elevator and run your bags over all the urine. Yeah. In this case... 
hopefully somebody would have cleaned it before you get in there. Lovely this way is to boring, end though, because 10 years ago in Atlanta, they put in a system with strobe lights and alarms That's to even alert better. the police when somebody peed that out. Is like that is better. better. All right, guys, uh, coming up, uh, a prison consultant. Not like you think. It's a whole different world. This is KFI AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.